Welcome to the SBS Volta Espana podcast with Zwift. Last year in the Volta, we saw Zwift Academy winner Jay Vine come desperately close to a stage win. And this year, another Zwift Academy winner, Neve Bradbury, performed brilliantly at the Giro Donna, finishing 10th overall. Well, it's all about to kick off again. Registrations are open and the Zwift Academy starts on the 12th of September. Importantly, it's not just about elite riders chasing a pro contract. Anyone can take part. The Zwift Academy features six structured workouts over four weeks. And after you've graduated, Zwift will share workout and training recommendations based on your results. It's a great way to find your strengths and go further. So if you want to dive in and start riding with a free seven-day trial, head to Zwift.com. Now here's Christoph and Macca with the SBS Volta Espana podcast with Zwift. He's just about to arrive. Climbs his way to the top of the Pico Año used for the first time in the Volta de España. It is a climber in the mist. It's the Vine Show at its best. We haven't seen it in all its glory because it has been shrouded in the clouds of the Cantabrian Mountains. But Jay Vine is about to mark himself as a stage winner in a Grand Tour. And what a way to do it. It's Vine who takes the victory. The clock has started. He's already gone across the finish line. Vine wins. Sensational. Sensational is the world. Welcome, bonjour, bonjour, buenas dias, and uh, welcome to the Zwift SBS uh, podcast live here from Spain. It's 11 a.m. here in Spain. We just missed uh, the bell. It's 7 a.m. where 7 p.m. Sorry, where Dave McKenzie is. How are you, Maka? What a day! What a victory! Are we <laughs> buzzing or what? Look at that! Look at the smile. <laughs> it's um, it is just oh wow. I, the, I tell you what, these are the phenomenal. days you love your job. Don't they? You love your job. And we talked at the start about the, the amount of Australians in the race. And, you know, we, we had high hopes for multiple successes. But this one, wow, what a performance yeah. by Jay Vine. And we actually didn't see him cross the line. Exactly. <laughs> I, know, I love that. I love it for that. It's just, it's so unique. It's so good. There's been a lot of funny tweets saying sensational, Jay, uh, sensational. And then the, the tweet of the Just the Clouds, you know. Yes, <laughs> One of them to remember. But this is this is fitting to the story. And Maka, we've got a special guest with us today. We do. Uh, because we've got Brie Vine. The other half of the Vine team. How are you, Brie? Hey, good. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for having me. It's fantastic to, to have you. I mean, you lived every pedal stroke of Jay's career uh, so far. How did you live and breathe that stage yesterday? Oh, it was an emotional day, to say the least. At first, we I, I was gutted for Jay at first because the plan was for him to get in the break. Um, that's what all our pre-race chats were. That would like we we looked at Velo Viewer and we did recordings of each KOM and everything. And then for him not to get in, I just my gut, like my, my heart just sunk and it was really disappointing. But then then he just does that ride. <laughs> and, and oh only Jay would do that. Like obviously only he. So it was just amazing. Such an emotional roller coaster. Bree, it's 
chatting to you in the green room, in the virtual green room before this show started, the story of both of you, I should say, has been pretty well documented. And obviously, Jay he got his pro contract through the Zwift Academy. Hmm. That five years ago was unheard of. And yep. 10 years ago or 15 years ago, people would laugh at that. But mm. the sport has changed. How do you, do you guys, you know, every now and then you wake up in Spain, in Girona, I think is where you are. Do you pinch yourselves and say, what are we doing here? How did we get here? This yeah. is crazy. We're doing it. And now suddenly he's won a grand tour stage. But have you had time to sort of soak it in and, and sort of absorb what both of you are, are sort of achieving here? Yeah, look, it, it's been huge for us. Um, this was always the goal. We, we made the decision a couple of years ago of let's fully commit and we just weren't sure how Jay was going to go pro. He started getting some really good road results out in real life um, and then Zwift just came at the perfect time for him. Um, we spent a year in Spain uh, in Girona and now we're up the mountains more of Jay's territory so we're mm -hmm. up in Andorra now so he's absolutely loving it and it's making our riding dates even harder um, <laughs> but yeah it's honestly we almost every week we're just going wow this is amazing like the opportunities that we've been given it hasn't gone unseen by us we are just so grateful and we're just trying to maximize it and Talk to us as well. We, we, we know about a bit of the story, but there's been many sacrifices for, for you, for Jay. But as I mentioned, especially also for you, you dedicating your life at the minute to Jay's career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we made the decision that uh, he really has the potential and the determination that he could become a professional world tour writer. And it, we made the decision as a couple of there's no point in us half-assing it, to be honest, and just mm -hmm. having both of us try and do cycling together. And we, we really went, if we're going to commit, let's commit the whole way. Let's get your recovery sorted. Let's maximise everything. Because at this level, one percenters do really count. And, um, yeah, it. I've definitely had an amazing experience. I have definitely not just been put on the shelf and put on the sideline. <laughs> I've, I've benefited so much from this. And it's, it's just amazing to see him doing so well. Like, he's worked so hard for this. And, you know, back to sort of the, the, the roots and the be beginnings of how you both got into cycling, are you, are both of you still sort of, well, I'm sure you are, but, you know, learning each day and learning about the sport? Because, again, I said to you off air, I said, you probably don't know, well, you, I'm sure you wouldn't, but many of the superstars from the 90s or the 2000s, the people that, you know, were, were my heroes or the 80s for me, I, I hate to say it, but <laughs> so do you find yourself sort of each day just soaking it up like a sponge and, yeah. and you yourself, the support that you give, Jay, are you... I don't know, I'm, I'm, this is a question more than a statement, but are you sitting on your computer Googling stuff or certain things and is that how it works? Yeah. Uh, look, when we first started watching cycling, Tony Martin was our, like, our hero. Uh, that's what Jay absolutely <laughs> loves. So that shows 
we haven't been in cycling that long um, at all. Yeah, you only just retired. You really yeah, only just retired. <laughs> he literally just retired, guys. Tony Martin was like Jay's go-to guy. So very new to it. Um, look, it's it's been learning everything. Um, I've done a, a lot of at-home learning of like sports psychology and just mentoring for especially those hard times with Jay. That's just been something I've personally tried to do. Um, lots of conversations with his teams, uh, just with other pro riders. Literally, anyone that gives advice, we're all ears because we're just trying to maximise everything. And, yeah, there's been lots of learns and rookie errors that we've made, and I'm sure there'll be more, but um, we're just trying to minimise them. And we've got a pretty good setup now. We, we know yeah. how to prep for a good stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good thing, Maka, which I like, uh, they don't know about the Lemon uh, Fignon era, the eight second, the thing you keep bashing on about, oh, yeah. the best time ever. Oh, I'll fill you in about, about it, Bree. She's like, yeah, who's, she's like, who's Greg Lemon? Who's Greg Lemon? And it's Le Monde. Sorry, guys. I tell you what, <laughs> I tell you, let's listen to, uh, to Jay. So Jay Vine yesterday winning that stage. Uh, let's listen to this interview yesterday, a little bit in the mist again. Indoor cyclist. And now you're the winner of the Grand Tour stage. How good is that? I mean, it's it's almost unreal. Like, I remember 70Ks to go. I'd, 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 I'd missed the break, got a flat tyre in the first 5Ks. And, you know, even though it's still the team's plan that if it came back together for me to go on the final climb, you know, it's still just, it's unreal to be able to do that. And to do that from the, from the, from the GC group, um, is yeah incredible like I've been working towards this all year after last year coming so close it's it's a dream come true and you have picked the right moment to attack after the breakaway but before the GC riders yeah absolutely like I knew that Padun was still up the road and if, if I was going to close down the gap had to go from, go from long um, was lucky that, well not lucky, planned that I had 13 minutes uh, on GC that no one would care if I went and yeah I was able to manage my effort and just pace the climb I think pretty 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 handily. What went through your mind in the last kilometer? What was that, sorry? In the last kilometer, what did you have in mind? I was, there was a couple of things really, it was this, this is for you, my wife, who's who's basically just done everything for me for the last three or four years um, to to get me to this point. And uh, yeah, I guess it's time for me to uh, yeah get a get a get a Corvette now. <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> Thank you. So I was uh, Jay Vine here. I mean, normally I come back full screen on myself. That's the rule of producing. But I wanted to have you on screen, Bree, on this one because so emotional all the way and i just saw you in the green room going you know voting a little bit so, too. Uh, yeah. no, <laughs> uh, how, how do you go through such an interview because it's such a beautiful moment for for you two not just for him yeah oh uh, when i saw that live i i was a mess i was bawling my eyes out it was a complete mess it's just oh, it he's perfect he genuinely, he's, he's my best friend. He, he's everything to me. And just to see him so happy and to do so well and then that interview, oh, the heart, the heart feels. <laughs> well, yeah. question though, what's with the Corvette? 
What's that story with the COVID? <laughs> Everyone is asking, yeah, okay, he's walked and everything. He's on the stage. What's the story with the COVID and why a COVID? So, um, this one is quite good. Now, <laughs> I like Jay's it already. a car guy. He's a car guy. His dad has cars. Very beautiful, right? And obviously, whilst you are recovering, you watch YouTube and you just recover and you do nothing. So what did Jay start doing? He started watching car videos, didn't he, and <laughs> tutorials and everything. He's always been a car boy, but it's definitely increased more since uh, becoming professional. And basically, the deal was, uh, I'm very much of the opinion, you need to celebrate every win. There's no way you can't. So every single win of any sort, like you, you get contract extension, we celebrate. Um, and basically, I went to Jay and went, pick what you want. Like, what's your carrot? You need something to get you out, <laughs> out the door. Like, because professional cycling, it's hard. You you don't feel like training, Is but you have to support yourself. <laughs> well, um, get what you want <laughs> get what you want and yeah he um at first it was at aston martin but guys the budget is not there so we, we negotiated a little bit so thank you honey um and yeah we basically picked the c3 corvette he's very specific with what he wants lucky to me i know exactly which one he wants so we're gonna we're gonna arrange it it's a it's a thing but yeah, lots of people are like, why Why a Corvette? It's his carrot for when he just does not feel like it. When the motivation's low, he, he may have had a crash, something like that. We can go, honey, imagine that Corvette. Like we're going through the hard times. This is really a bad moment. Just imagine that we can get there. And, yeah, that's been his motivation for what's been a super hard year and two years. And, um, yeah, that. That's the deal. Now we're going to go buy a Corvette. <laughs> Might be a, a little bit before we get it, just financially near sort out a few things. But, um, yeah, that that's the plan. So, well, two things here, Bree, and you, I, I hope you've heard of this guy, Phil Anderson. Um, Christoph, you'll <laughs> like this. Phil Anderson back in his heyday, I remember a, a magazine spreadsheet, a big story on Phil and the life and times of Phil Anderson, you know, the superstar yep, in Europe. Yep. He had a Corvette. He had a Corvette, I remember it, because Phil was and still is one of my ultimate heroes. And two, I'm coming around to your house, Bree, because every every time you get a victory, you're going to celebrate. So I'm, I'm on the plane invited. next time coming to Andorra for the celebration. Yeah. The <laughs> it is good. We, It's a bit hard. We don't do crazy celebrations. Like um, when he got his contract extension, we went out to for dinner and it wasn't anything fancy it was about 40 euros that we spent and that was our budget because obviously finances but um yeah this one we're going to celebrate okay, we've been I'm, saving up so okay, it's been i'm good. only going to come for the big ones then yeah come for the big ones <laughs> the small we'll ones i won't bother no, no <laughs> disrespect but i'll just That's come for the big ones i make a really <laughs> good banner sorry <laughs> there's one one piece of history for you uh brie uh uh, Rob, he's saying this day is as exciting as stage seven of the 2000 Giro Maca. At least, oh. is it for you? Yeah, <laughs> That's no, the let's, stage let's he won. On. That's the stage yeah. this man here won yeah, at the Giro. No. You know that, yeah. 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 No, no, no. This last night's was way more exciting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you, like, um, I, I don't like to put you on the spot, Maca, but you know how a life changing event, a stage win in a Grand Tour, 
can and is. You know that firsthand. Yeah, no, that's no, true. And don't be modest. True. Don't be modest and, about and it. Bree, you know, as, as a such a supportive partner, you're finding out and you will find out more what it's like in years to come. And I think the one thing that, that my director said to me, and this will stick with Jay uh, for the rest of his life, every time he is introduced at a function or at a cycling event or whatever, yep. he'll be introduced as a, well, I say now, Vuelta yep. stage winner, but I actually reckon there might be a few more added to it. So uh, yeah. but that sticks with you for life. And, Brie, I'm still milking it. Look at me. Somehow, <laughs> TV, they still important. You've got a nail. I, I don't know Don't why. we all know it? Don't I we all know it? You know? it. I flip Christoph a, a couple of 20s to, to bring it up every now and then. But um, on, hey, on a, serious, on a serious note, <laughs> reasonably serious, last night's time on the climb Jay did the qu the second quickest time on the climb. And if you watch the stage for you folk at home, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, it was only a Venipol who did a faster time. This this must get you excited, Bree. And obviously, Jay, I'm sure once he sits down and looks at all the data and everything, um, there's potential there, I think, for at least being a, a good one-week stage race rider. And who knows beyond that? Yeah, yeah. No, it gets, it's very exciting. Um, it confirms what we saw at Norway. Um, he and Remco had a bit of a battle, same with Platt. Luke Platt was there as well. Um, on the mound stage, they had a bit of a battle, put out some pretty good watts per kilo, and it was just reconfirmed yesterday. Um, what really surprised me was him going from the GC group. I think that just really does set the tone um, and he's he's only going to get better. I genuinely, I really believe he, he's got a real potential to do amazing things. So very excited. And, yes, I'm biased. So. Yeah. <laughs> and you be. should be. So should you. you know? <laughs> uh, so we, we, without revealing anything about the strategy or anything else, can we dare to dream to see Jay again on the top spot doing a lot more, trying to target a bit more, even in this particular Vuelta? Uh, yes, is what I would say to that. Um, we don't come in with just one goal. We've, we've got a few. We've got multiple plans. Um, we had lots of discussions of if something happens, we'll do X and everything. Um, we did come in going it's not logical for him to try and go for the GC at the moment, just with having a team time trial and being only his second grand tour. Um, but big things are still yet to come. I'm really excited. And to be honest, the weight's off him now. But he's got that stage win. Um, he obviously will always want more, and I 100% can say he will be gone for a few more things. Um, but, yeah, it exciting times so you're telling and us he wants more options on the corvette he wants the tow yes. bar he wants the leather seat he wants the sunroof yeah, or yeah, yeah. He, wants to, he wants to go the top model he wants the corvette <laughs> with the convertible he wants the side as pipelines he wants the silver trimmings sorry 
Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining us, Bria. It's been absolutely brilliant. You're awesome. And the team Vine is absolutely awesome. We knew it from the Zwift days. We know we know how, how good you guys have been have been climbing up the ranks in the Zwift days and so on. So uh fair, fair do thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of, of our hearts for, for coming in. Michael, you got something else? Yeah, I just want to say I, I've got this sneaky feeling, Brie. We might see you again, okay? So <laughs> yeah. You know we'd love to have you on every day, but yeah. we might save it for the big ones. So I've got this sneaky feeling we're going to see you again, so let's hope so. Oh, uh, Brie doesn't know, but uh, our boss just texted me saying, Brie is awesome. That's always uh, a good sign. That's always a good sign. That's great. Um, and just honestly, thank you guys so much for the support. Um, just everyone has been messaging, Jay and I, nonstop. We... Uh, I get all of his social media notifications, all of his WhatsApp notifications. I can <laughs> confirm it has been insane. But each one of those, I give Jay a download of what's gone really? through, what people are saying, and he's just so overwhelmed and, and loves all of them. So honestly, the Aussie spirit is very much felt and thank you so much to everyone. It, it does mean a lot. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Brie, for, for joining us today in the a, in a podcast. No problems. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. <laughs> see, see you soon. next time. <laughs> yes, see you soon. <laughs> well, how awesome. How awesome, you know. Oh, it's I great, just, I just it? love this day. I love today. Today is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's It, it, it does. It, it puts a spring in your step. And, and honestly, Christoph, last night, with about 50 kilometres to go, I was getting a little bit sleepy. You know, it, it was 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I didn't – I'd had not too many hours sleep the night before. And then suddenly, actually – Unfortunately, it was when the crash happened yeah. on, I think, the second penultimate last climb. There was a crash. And from that point on, the race just lit up yeah. big time. And then, obviously, when everything unfolded, um, wow. And Jay just, he literally, literally came out of the clouds. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And we actually have evidence that's from the inner ring that he actually crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought this tweet was very funny. Like We had to actually go to the photo finish. He did actually cross the line. <laughs> he, did, he did cross the line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's roll on uh, on other uh, things that have happened on, on this stage. Uh, just want to talk about Remco uh, quickly because uh, this was Remco Evenepoel at the pre-stage interview. Let's listen to it. I think uh, for this week the most tricky stage is Saturday, so uh, there still might be a bit of like hide and seek for today. I think Remco Evenepoel needs to learn the rules of hide and seek. He did not play hide and seek yesterday at all. No, no, they were very early on when Quickstep went to the front and, and started riding tempo and a solid tempo. Like they were chasing that breakaway. I immediately I said, and I think I said it in the commentary, that Renko has made it very clear he's good. The team of they were going to back him, they always were, mm -hmm. um, until this point at least. But, you know, you can say you've got good legs, but you don't know if your good legs are going to beat Primoz Roglic, if they're going to beat Jai Hindley, Ben O'Connor, um, Richard Carapaz. You know, you can have confidence, but we're talking he literally has ridden the best guys in the world uh, yeah. off his wheel and he didn't attack them he just rode them off his wheel yeah absolutely let's listen to uh, uh, Remco Evenepoel on his uh, red jersey or just about him getting the red jersey interview uh, with Jean-Francois Kinet you've done a lot of things already but now you lead the Grand Tour yeah I'm uh, I'm actually uh, really happy and and, and and proud to to be leader it's uh, a big dream coming through I think this is the reason why I've been working so hard and so long. Uh, 
I think, uh, yeah, what I'm showing today is uh, maybe one of the best things I actually did on, on a bike. Uh, uphill finish and really uh, putting a strong performance thanks to the team is, uh, is really a dream coming through. And this is uh, why we are here with the team in uh, La Vuelta. And uh, yeah, we can only be proud of what we show today. And uh, yeah, I hope we can keep this uh, good feeling. Thank you. So we know Remco Evenepoel is a, is a perfectionist. There's a couple of articles, uh, I think I sent you one or two, about him getting really peed off uh, on losing on the card games uh, on a, yes. some sort of uh, uh, team uh, team card games. They were just something minimal, but he lost it and he, he hated it. Uh, and that's what the team... But that's the Remco spirit. And I know a lot of people like him, a lot of people don't like him. Is he the new Merckx? Is he not the new Merckx? And so on. You know what is Remco Evenepoel? And what he did display yesterday, it's his own history, but that is very, very, in my eyes, convincing about how good Remco Evonopol is. Yeah, look, everything you just said is is spot on. I agree with all of it. Um, and, and the ride that he did, you know, again, just sort of re-emphasising, he, he didn't attack. He he literally just rode to his watts and he, he rode them all off his wheel and he was confident in his ability to do it. And obviously, once he looked over his shoulder once or twice and realised, you know, Roglic, when Roglic cracked. Um, but but I'll say it again, I said it last night, what this does now, as good as Remco is, it sets up, I think, potentially one of the best, possibly the best Grand Tour, maybe not because Jai Hindley won the Giro, but <laughs> the next two weeks of racing are going to be phenomenal because, Christoph, this is Remco's second Grand Tour. He yeah. pulled out of his first one, which was the Giro last year. And he hated it. That's what I'm saying. He hated yeah. it. And that is a massive, massive failure in his head. Yeah, so we don't know. And we just, look, we still don't know if he will be this good in the third week. Um, and the Vuelta is a crazy race. You know, it's shorter stages. It's dynamic. So I, what, what I'm not going to do, I will not, I'll, I'll rule out Roglic. I don't think Roglic can win the Vuelta. Um, mm, but I do think Joe Hindley can win, uh, and I think if you do think so, you do think win. or you don't think? I, I don't think Roglic can win okay. the Vuelta now. Yeah. I, I just so don't think Jai. I think he can. Yeah. Let's cast our minds back to the Giro. Jai yeah. was similar in the first week of the Giro. He actually lost a little bit of time, but he was good. But he was just losing little bits. Um, to me, Jai was very similar last night, and also the conditions yesterday were atrocious. You know they were they've got it's gone and you were there you were you were up in the north mm. it went from 37 degrees to 16 degrees and torrential rain yeah. that changes things as well some riders if wouldn't have reacted well to it so i just think the next two weeks are going to be so good this is going to be such a good race yeah and we knew it from the start. This is one of the reasons why I'm here, actually, in Spain, because SBS's management believed that we could actually have one of the best Grand Tours, uh, our best Vuelta we ever had. So we're yeah. hoping for, for the best. And that's one of the reasons why I, I actually was left behind. Uh, not that I'm not happy about it, of course, but, uh, uh, but it's, it's definitely the writing is, is, is there. It just yeah. has to be, to be, uh, to be, to be done. Uh, let's have a look at the ranking, because this is how... It sets now. Uh, so Remco is on the top lead. Uh, interesting fact. Uh, I'm going to bring this tweet that you mentioned for me from Cari, uh, Pari, uh, Cafe Roubaix. Sorry. It's only the second time in history that a Grand Tour has had six different leaders for the six first stages. Yeah. That's amazing. 
Yeah, a- that is it's a it's a cool stat, isn't it? And and again, it, it sort of backs up what you and I just said about this potentially being the best grand tour of the year. That that is it is it's just incredible. You know, and we you saw Jumbo Visma dominating at the start, teams time trial changing hands. You know, like like they were they were sort of the maestro almost of dictating terms of, of who's going to get the red jersey next. And you're thinking Roglic is just going to ride away into the sunset with his fourth um, mm. red jersey by by the time they reach Madrid. Well, that is not going to happen. I can assure you of that now. But I will not. I will not say right now that Evenepoel is going to ride away and win this bike race. Yeah, he did yeah. a brilliant ride last night, but this race has got a lot of twists and turns to come. Yeah. Actually, Sharon uh, disagrees with you. She uh, says that uh, uh, feels that it's a mistake to rule out Roglic in a week one with the weather. Uh, but you know, well, that's part I, of the discussion. Yeah. Hey, and Sharon, I, I like I like what you say, and I hope you're right because I, I, I yeah, I think Roglic at his best, he never falters. So yeah. the fact that he faltered last night, that's my reason why. But gee, I, I hope you're right, Sharon, and I hope he. <laughs> Uh, comes back firing and and look he may well do I'm already starting to wish I hadn't said that <laughs> <laughs> do you know I've pressed record on this one we're just going to play this one a bit later it's in the vault uh, <laughs> it's in the vault my friend <laughs> uh, okay let's roll out some of the other uh, interviews that were done by our uh, brilliant uh, work experience kid uh, tough experience yesterday up the mountain uh, Harry Sweeney said the day before he might have a crack he didn't but look at the condition of that interview <laughs> Harry I know you've got to go but uh, pretty rough day out there eh yeah yeah uh... <laughs> uh, we didn't think it was going to rain, but uh, rained in the end, and then, yeah, um, I didn't make the breakaway, uh, and that was a bit of a mistake, I think, because, uh, the yeah, it was a big and pretty strong break, and then yeah. we ended up in the bunch chasing really hard for most of the day, and then, yeah, there was a crash at the bottom of the climb uh, with the GC guys, and then that was crazy because a bunch split in two, the whole of Ineos in the front. So they were chasing like mad and then yeah basically on the second to last climb I like I got as far as I could and then just sat up because uh, I'm never gonna win on a stage like this so I'm just trying to save as much energy as I can but bloody good, hard day. Yeah. Go back and get for a shower when you can mate. Good ride. Look at the condition. There's mud. Yeah. There's everything, uh, and 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 I love the John Trevorrow going. Hey, I know it's rubbish weather, but you still have to talk to me, my friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and only John can do that. Only John can get away with that, as we know. But Harry Sweeney, uh, I mean, it, it, we know we love him. We know what he did at the tour uh, last year. I think he was. Uh, but always give us a good interview. Yeah, and, and I tell you right right now, I've written him down in my notes here, Christoph, and I. We, I know we're going to talk about what's on tonight. I'm putting him in my tip tonight, Harry Sweeney. I think he's. I think it's a, a stage suited for him. We saw last year he was in that breakaway in the Tour de France. Um, you know, he was knocking on the door for a stage when it was incredible. His first, yeah. his first Tour de France. So I give him a shot tonight. Uh, and and look at his attitude. You know, the, as you say, the conditions are terrible. They've had a shocking day, and it was at the top. It was freezing for the riders. Yeah. But he's still in really good spirits. So you've got to carry that good attitude on, on a three-week race, especially days like what they had. They were literally the tyres, the wheels in the mud, 
literally mm. in the mud. There was not even a road. Uh, let's talk about Ben O'Connor. Let's listen to him uh, and then uh, let's, let's uh, debrief uh, what a day he had yesterday. Okay, I did not have maybe the best legs, but I punctured just before the final climb. So that really hurt me. I did a big effort. Uh, so maybe this is why I really struggled at the end, but I still finished with the favorites. So and now I'm just going to get warm and uh, try to relax a little bit. Uh, that was uh, Ben O'Connor uh, on, on audio uh, here. Uh, what can we draw or can we draw anything from the performance from Ben O'Connor yesterday? Some negatives, some positives in there? Uh, yeah, I'd, look, I'd actually say more positives. Um, mm -hmm. and, and pretty much what he said, and he just reminded me, and we did see it, or, or it, was, it did come up as a graphic towards the end, that he punched and he punched yeah. at a really crucial time. The pace was on big time. Like Philippe, your main man, was driving it on the front, who incidentally, he did a, he did a huge amount of work for Evenepoel. Um, and Ben had to get effectively himself back. He had a couple of teammates, but more or less, it was chaotic. You know, when it's pouring rain and yeah. you're changing a wheel and then you're trying to navigate your way back through that convoy of cars. So I thought he did a really good job. And I, I still give him a chance, massive chance at a podium spot here. Um, yeah, and I, I think, yeah, he should be he should be pretty happy with his performance considering the the bad luck he had. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last interview that we have uh, to play today is uh, Callum Scottson, uh, and again he comes back with uh, his view and his views on the condition and on the day. <laughs> Just a quick one, mate. Ter terrible day in the office today, mate. Ah, yeah, I mean, it actually suits me a bit better yeah. this weather, but it was pretty unexpected. Pretty wet out there, pretty pretty hard climbs also. Yeah, we, I didn't even see where, where Simon finished because uh, of all the fog and stuff. Do you know how, how we're Also actually... not sure. I know uh, he was the first to attack uh, yeah. of the real contenders. He, I think he wanted to have a crack today. I saw that. Um, yeah. And then I'm still yet to find out how he went. Yeah. All right, well, get back and have a shower, mate. You've got about 12k to ride in the freezing cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, get back. You've got 12k to ride, mate. <laughs> he's, it's like he's rubbing it into him, saying, yeah, you've got to descend the mountain. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> hey, Callum Scottson did a brilliant ride yesterday. Yeah. In terms of his climbing, he was right. He was there until the base of the final climb, and it was a really – it was a select group. Yeah, he was. He really impressed us uh, last night on the stage, and I love his attitude too. He's he's very low key. You know, he, he's not sort of. He's a bit different to say Harry Sweeney, who's more sort of bubbly. But I like Callum's style. Low key, go about your business. You know, no hoo ha. Just get the job done. And no, nah, but he was he was super yesterday. And it, I guess moving forward, based on that, he'll play a key role to Simon Yates, who is another one that I yeah. think is still well and truly in this bike race. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Susanna, yes, uh, John, our work experience kid is doing an amazing job. <laughs> uh, they, I've done an interview with, uh, with John uh, yesterday and uh, this will be played uh, early part next week after the race day. Uh, we're saving it this one and uh, he explained a bit about how he's going about uh, his, uh, his life here at uh, the Vuelta. Can you believe it? That's his first Vuelta.
He's never been to the wow, Vuelta. Before. I can't believe it. 23 Tour de France, but he's never been to the Vuelta. So him and wow. I are both rookies at the, at the yeah, Vuelta. Yeah, yeah. So nice loving your work. Loving your work. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing a great job. Uh, before we go on to the next stage uh, tonight, let's talk about the selection of the for the World Championship. Uh, Maka, for the Aussie team, that's been announced uh, on uh, both teams, so the women and the men. Uh, take us through who are and who are not in that team. Well, let me look at it. Georgia Baker, Grace Brown, Brody Chapman, Alex Manley, absolute yep. definite. Uh, they're all, well, from what I just said, they're all definite. Sarah Roy, Amanda Spratt, Josie Tolbert. Um, yeah, that's a good team. And in the men's, Simon Clark, definite. Luke Durbridge, he's a trooper. Heinrich Hausler, Jai Hindley, Michael Matthews, Ben O'Connor, Luke Platt, Nick Schultz. Look, both good selections. Kayla Bjorn yep. missed out. He's gutted. Um, he, he, felt, he felt it and the... he said it. Uh, sorry yeah. to interrupt, but he, he's won yesterday at uh, the Tour of Deutschland. Uh, brilliant win on the sprint, dominant win. Uh, but he said, Okay, let's move on. I'm not selected. I'm not happy. He said he's not happy, but move on. Yeah. And, and look, if I, if, if I give my two bobs on it and if I put a selector's hat on, um, I rate Caleb Ewan, I, I rate him as a person and as a cyclist, obviously. Um, would I have selected him? I'm not so sure because his, his strength is in the sprinting. His strength would not be as a domestique. So he would have to sit in all day on that course, on that world's course. Um, he wouldn't go there as a domestique. He'd go there purely as the outright leader. Yeah. So I'm not sure I would have selected him. Um, and look, we won't know. We won't know until the race is run and won. You know, the, if it comes down to a, bunch, a group sprint, then yeah, obviously Caleb should have been selected. So it's a really tough one. It's a line ball. Yep. The other one that I wanted to chat about, Rach Nalen, um, yep. uh, whether or not she was in that picture, whether or not she was in that sort of the reserve sort of list or, or rider um, that that may or may not have been selected. Another line ball decision. She's, um, you know, she's she's finished. Second at the World Championships before, uh, I think that was back in way back in 2012 when, believe it or not, it was Mariana Voss who won in the Netherlands on that occasion. But she has a knack of of performing at World Championships. She's a big stage rider, Rach Nalen. So again, a line ball decision. I think the team they've selected is really good, and I think we should be excited about both the men's and the women's, and and we can get a victory out of. Both of them, I think. Yeah. Um, we really can. Um, so it's a tough call. It's a tough call for the selectors. Um, you know, you're always going to have one or two miss out that maybe should have, could have been there. Um, but you've got to make the decision based on your knowledge at the time. You can't make your decision at the end of the race yeah. when you see the outcome. So, you know, it's a hard but, one. But, but I bring you here as just being the devil's advocate here. And again, we're not, like you keep on saying fish, paper, uh, fish and chips paper or wrapper or whatever. Uh, but uh, <laughs> just explain why Simon Clark is so important in this team because he's had, he's had a brilliant Tour de France, win stage at the Tour de France. That tells us that that wasn't a fluke. He's in form. He just signed another two years for for his team, Israel uh, Israel uh, Premier Tech. But the the attitude that Simon Clark has, this is why he's here in this team. He's in form. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Solid. He, he he is he is three four pronged attack. They're the reasons why he's there. One is, as you say, he's rock solid. Um, you know. Two, he wins. 
he wins on the parvay at the Tour de France, which he was never meant to do. So he he has this ability of, of putting himself in a position. Three, he's got incredible experience now. Incredible experience. Yeah. So he will be, I would imagine, the team captain or one of the team captains of that race. Or, Christoph, I covered the Worlds in Italy, in Florence, back in 20... I said 2012 before in Netherlands, 2012 yeah. or 2013. So I've got my years mixed up. Uh, he finished top 10 on a rain-soaked six-and-a-half-hour day. It poured. It rained cats and dogs. Simon Clark finished top 10. Uh, it was Rui Costa on that occasion who won the World Champs. It was an amazing performance. So you cannot write Simon Clark off to win the bike race. As yeah, well. absolutely. So he, yeah. he he comes with so many different sort of um, um, angles. He has to be there. He's the first guy I would have picked. In fact, yeah, he's he's a he's a, he's a problem for other teams. Uh, yeah, a problem. He's spot on. Teams. Hit it on the head. He is a problem for the other nations. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, that's what we want. As long as uh, Alaphilippe wins in the end, no, <laughs> Anyway, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Uh, let's go to the stage uh, tonight. Uh, so, stage seven. This is what we are uh, in uh, in the game for. There's a massive launching pad in the middle. Yeah, it, look, it's a really interesting stage. 190 kilometers. Look at that big, dirty category one. 26-kilometre climb, averaging 4.5%, but it comes with 64 kilometres to go. So at the top of it, it is still 64 kilometres to go. Just go back to the graphic for a second, Christoph. Look at the top. The descent is yeah. not that long at all. So the stage finishes just shy of a 1,000 metres altitude. This is classic Spain. It's classic Spanish sort of geography, topography, if you like. So it's a really interesting stage. Um, I I really do think it's a day for the breakaway, and that's why I'm going to pick another Aussie, Harry Sweeney. I yeah. think he can he can get the job done. Um, but that first hour hour and a half of racing is going to be helter skelter. Uh, yeah. It'll be it'll be 45, 50 kilometres an hour average speed once again. So it's going to be a really good stage. Yeah, absolutely. It's be uh, an amazing stage. It's on SBS again. Uh, are you presenting this one? Are you hosting? Or I am not. I've got the night off, mate. So I am. I am sitting on the couch. I will sit back and watch this one. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I haven't checked the guides, but I'm pretty sure it's around ten to 11, 11 o'clock. Check your SBS guides, but it's yeah. on demand. It's on the main channel. It's going to be a good stage. The good exit for this, Micah, when we don't do this, we just say it's different times in different regions. Check your local guys. <laughs> exactly. just, just fluff around it. Fluff around <laughs> inside it. a streak. Inside a streak. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, this is the, the GC as it stands today. Hey, quick one. We haven't talked about it, and I just want to have a quick mention. Enric Mas yesterday did an amazing work, did an amazing performance. He did not have to help Renko Evonepoel. He didn't. Uh, very quickly before we go, how do you rate Mas in his own tour, the Tour of Spain? He, he was the biggest winner out of last yeah. night in my, in my mind. He was the biggest winner because, as you say, he didn't do a single turn. I don't think he could for a Venipol. He was rampaging. Um, but he what he to. did do he in the process, to. yeah, he didn't have to. He gained a minute 30, minute 30, minute 40 on Roglic, on Yates, on all of his main rivals. And Enric Mas has proven over three weeks a Venipol is not. So, yeah. to me, Mus is the number one danger man uh, at the moment to win this bike race. 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then just before we go, Maka, I don't know how you commute to work, but some people commute a little bit differently. That's a guy that walked <laughs> up to the stage yesterday, Finn by our work experience kid. How cool it. and how easy is this? This is fate. This uh that is that is in the Cantabrian Mountains. <laughs> He's off to get his Cantabrian stew. That's what I'm cooking for dinner tonight. Don't don't you just have to love the Vuelta. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, Maka, for joining us. Uh, what a great program we had today. Brie was brilliant. Oh, what a great day was. after this fantastic win by Jay Vine. We want more. We want more, Jay. We want more. We certainly <laughs> do want more. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, isn't it amazing how you get an Aussie win and it just puts a big spring in your steps? So, so bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. And then thank you to everyone on the Catch Peloton that has been uh, watching this show. All your comments, they've all been read. I can't put them all on screen, of course. Uh, but thank you for all the comments you are giving us and all the love you're giving us also online. This is uh, the show for today. Uh, same place, same time tomorrow, Maka. And uh, make sure you enjoy your, your stew tonight and make sure you enjoy oh, yeah. your stage as well. Yeah, will do. Looking forward to it. We'll see you tomorrow, mate. Thanks for listening to the SBS Volta Espana podcast with Zwift. After five weeks on the road at the tour and no riding, I'm seriously playing some fitness catch-up with Walter Inspiration. To help with my motivation, I've set myself a target of finding a team and getting involved with the Zwift Racing League. Round one starts on the 13th of September and goes to the 18th of October. One race per week for six weeks. Whether you're just starting out on your fitness journey or like me getting back into things, or you're a six watts per kilo monster, you'll find a level of racing to suit. So if you're up for the fun cycling challenge, dive in and start riding with a free seven day trial at Zwift.com and find your ZRL team or register if you're all ready to go by Sunday the 11th of September. Hopefully I'll see you on the start line soon. Ride on.